What moms need isn't more advice, it's perspective. You're listening to... Well, certainly motherhood! there. This is Kezia Nielsen. And Amanda Bowman. And this is Most Certainly Motherhood. Episode 11? Just say all the numbers. Episode 12. 12. Episode 12. (laughs) Episode 13. It's not episode 13. Today we are chatting with Alicia Rowland, who is a new and dear friend. We met because of church. We are in a little mom's group together. So Alicia, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I am... Married to my husband, Chad, for almost four years, um, in early August is our anniversary. He is a critical care nurse at one of the main hospitals in St. Louis, and we have two children, one in the womb and one not. (laughs) Our daughter, Miriam Isla, is newly 19 months, and she just started walking this week. Yay! (laughs) She's a late walker, but she's an er- she was an early talker. So, um, and in the womb, I am twenty weeks pregnant with our son. <gasps> so yay! 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 <laughs> I was hoping that. I was hoping you were going to tell us too. <laughs> I've told select people at certain times, and it will be more public soon enough, especially yay! when this podcast is available for yeah. all. So, yeah. which who knows when that will be? Because I am having a baby next month. Yeah. So that might happen. For uh, yeah. A couple. Yeah. I'm falling behind. What do you mean? Of, like, when that hurts. When that's going to happen? No, like, of, on the baby train. Like, oh. <laughs> on that one. Hey. Well. God's timing. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, um, boy. Yeah. It's so exciting. I'm really excited. Oh, I can't wait to start telling more, to play more people. I think it's because I came uh, to Hope, and at the church, Kesey and I both <laughs> attend, there are many, many little boys, which is wonderful. Many little boys. Many, a lot of village many too. little men. Mm-hmm. I've I've also heard there's a lot of girls at village, so the two churches can eventually get together and have some lovely <laughs> really? couples. All the girls are older. Literally okay. everything that's been so born. Well, what's wrong with that? Everything that has been born. <laughs> right. boys. Okay. And there's one baby girl, but yeah. she's okay. gonna marry Benjamin. So. Okay. Oh, well, taken. he's taken. Yeah. yeah. So got that. Got that taken care of. But, <laughs> um, yeah. I. Used to work as a marketing copywriter before my daughter was born, and currently I'm doing a little bit of freelance editing every week and focusing on home life, taking care of my family. So that's me in a nutshell. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Um, So today we kind of wanted to talk about that moment when you realize you could have a second child after your first. So Amanda as she just said, has one, and so that is a possibility to have another child. And then Alicia is pregnant with her her second, and I've done that already. <laughs> <laughs> Been there. Been there a couple Done times. that. <laughs> yeah. What are some of the fears that we have when we're when we're thinking about about having a second child? Or is it not scary at all? Maybe it was only scary for me. I think one of my um, probably most immediate fears when I think of the word fear and second baby right mm-hmm. now, and I know it'll change maybe as I get closer to giving birth and certainly as soon as I finish, but mm-hmm. it's just the, the differing birth experiences and yeah. possibilities yeah. just because you have this set image of what birth was according to how when the first and only time you've experienced it mm-hmm. for me. Um, and I'm, you know, it's like for you, Kezia, you have more stories to compare, yeah. but I had some complications. I had preeclampsia with my daughter. 
And so I had good parts of that labor um, and the fact that it was a shorter labor, but I was induced and the experience was different than I pictured. So just comparing those mentally and like the emotional toll it takes on you to wonder what that's going to be like. And also, you know, for any birth, you just feel a lot of times powerless. It is in God's Mm -hmm. hands, but to be able to change anything when some of those factors from the first birth aren't in your control anyway. And so there's not, you know, lifestyle decisions you can make that would necessarily make things go differently. Maybe there are, maybe there aren't. So that's one thing that I've been, Mm -hmm. that I wrestle with and pray about so that it doesn't take over my mind. Yeah. I don't know about you. Are you thinking about having another baby? Because I kind of, I remember your birth story, sort of. Yeah. I, with, with my second, that was probably the most scared I was. Okay. Leading up to his birth, I was, and I don't know why, because I didn't have a very traumatic first birth or anything. Mm -hmm. It was just like, oh, yeah, that was really hard, yeah. and I'm going to have to do that again. And yes. I, I didn't know if it was going to be the same exact thing over again. It ended up being really short. I mean, it felt really short was to me. Was that your shortest labor? I don't well, the, the last two were about five hours, and it just okay. seemed like... It seemed like Anders, my second, he came out really fast. And, like, I didn't have a chance to process it. Okay. Because I was kind of expecting to have several more hours. Right. And then you're holding this baby. And yeah, it was like that. It was, I was, me. yeah. And suddenly, I mean, I remember, like, them giving it to me. And I was like, oh, a baby. Like, I had forgotten that's what the point was. <laughs> yeah. And so. The end goal. And so, and I was worried because he came out so fast and the labor was short I didn't feel that connection with him right away like Mm. I did with Clarence because I had, you know, such a long time to think, okay, he's coming, he's coming. And so that kind of scared me at first because, you know, as you're imagining loving another kid as much as your first kid, that's how can you do that? Like, how can can my heart hold more love for another child than Mm -hmm. it already does? So, but... It just took a little bit of, I mean, it took like a couple hours and then I was like, oh yeah, this is my baby. And <laughs> I yeah, I do love you just as much. Yeah. And sometimes it takes moms longer than that, mm-hmm. longer than a couple hours, but. To form that attachment. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how we think, oh, I could never love another little kid this much, as much as I love my first, but then it's possible and it's possible with a lot more babies I found out. So. Yeah, it's probably another part of it for me, just wondering, you know, how yeah. your relationship with your current child will change, right. how you balance yeah. the toddler schedule, which you've gotten used to is mm-hmm. definitely very different than the newborn life, like how you mm-hmm. put the two of them together in a weekly yeah. routine or just that you don't and yeah. throw your hands up and run around like a chicken, <laughs> which I'm sure happens <laughs> a lot of days. And also, at least for the first time, the first baby, that was really hard to learn how to take care of a baby for me. That was, I mean, that did not come naturally. And so I was imagining it was going to be this exact same amount of hard. But it was hard in a different way. Interesting. I knew how to take a pair of a baby the second time. So that was much better. But, I mean, there was other challenges like, you know, having a toddler. So Miriam will be how many months older? She'll be... 23, you know, nearly two years, yeah. 23 months of baby's born around his due date. Mm-hmm. So about it. Do an age span. Yes. We're not, I'm That's not going to tell that, but I just yeah. <laughs> we had it picked out. I, yeah, we do have it picked out. That's so. exciting. Oh. That's great. 
I love yeah. having the name picked out. I mean, we've talked about that before on yeah. the show. We but, just know that we refer to, like, Miriam by her name all the time behind closed doors. We yeah. don't share that one either, but we know that since Miriam's always been a little jabber box, that she'll definitely share the name oh, if yeah. we start using it. So we told her the name a few times, but now we're going to stop using it mm-hmm. unless it's just, you know, us in our bedroom yeah. praying or something yeah. like yeah. that or talking about, talking about that's it. That's true. So I, Yeah, I think that's probably part of the reason why to, we always tell people. <laughs> it's hard to keep <laughs> secrets when you have kids around, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you have little Boaz on the way. Yeah, and I think I think there's a little bit more of a gap between him and Lewis. I think it's a couple more months, but it's like 21 months, something like that. I'm wondering how I will love Boaz as much as I love Lewis. Yeah. (laughs) Lewis and I have a special attachment. Yeah, you do. Because he was born, like, right when I was really, really wanting to be pregnant. Yeah. And you let me just, like, have him every time I came over. (laughs) And he still gets excited when he sees me. Yeah. I think the first time I met you was when you were just a few weeks from your due date, and it was at the park near our church. Yes. And Lewis was just cuddling with you on the bench, and he was being really snuggly yeah. that day. Yeah. <laughs> so. You can't tell who's the mom when Amanda's there. <laughs> you were the mom at that point. You had yeah. the Benjamin inside. Yeah. Yeah. I know that some people think a lot about that gap and about it being, like, the right amount between and, like... I know some people who worry about having too much of a gap and, or having too little of a gap. It's it's up to God. <laughs> but um, right. it's actually, I, I think it's kind of nice to have them pretty close because then one of them naps and then you can take care of the baby. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> I know there's some people who don't nap. <laughs> oh, I, I see what you're but, saying. Yeah. So uh, the older child may still be napping. Yeah, and you're right. Care that's what that has been yeah. very helpful for me. I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember what I did with Clarence when Anders was born because he was, I don't know. You know Clarence. He's he's a he wants attention. What did right. I do? I'm trying to remember because then after with Lewis, like Clarence and Anders would play together. Right. I and think, so they kept each other. Yeah, we've discussed how. Clarence and Miriam might be similar in that we, oh, yeah. they were very, they were very clingy when they were the only child. And uh-huh. we, you know, like a lot of children, like the mom's the sole playmate until yeah. you have siblings in the mm-hmm. house. So I'm wondering how she'll adjust. I mean, yeah. every child will have probably newfound love and jealousy of the sibling, yeah. but how she'll adjust to um, not having, you know, mommy, mm-hmm. mommy time. Are you planning like to make people suggest making making like a busy bag for when you're nursing or or like special books or shows yeah things like I, that. I don't, I don't even that, that far you don't have to it's okay bad. you have one I'm only halfway there so I'm like yes, half yes. the rest of the time I'm not thinking about any of this yet because I'm yeah I guess I I did ponder aloud to someone I think it was my sister in law the difficulty of. You know, having a very active toddler yeah. and you breastfeed so often, yeah. you know, eight times plus whatever a yeah. day. So what are you supposed to be doing? Like, do you just have to carry mm-hmm. your baby around the house and run around? Like, you can't just sit there with all your pillows and your mercy cup with a straw and relax <laughs> and put your feet up I saw and mom, have sleep. <laughs> I saw a mom at church who just had her sixth baby the week before our church picnic. And she just walked around nursing her sixth child while taking care of all the other ones outside yeah. in the heat. Was the child in some sort of, like, baby-wearing She had her or nursing or scarf on. Her she was just scarf. holding him, walking around. And 
guess that's like, what I need to learn to do. Goals right yes. there. Yeah. <laughs> Life yeah. goals as a mom. Yeah. I don't know. My babies are fat, though. Yeah, hers that... looks like a normal <laughs> size baby. <laughs> my arm would fall off. I'm excited this time to have little guys who can fetch things for me. Because Clarence and Anders are really good. And even Lewis is good at, like, getting things for me sometimes. That'll be, be that, that'll be nice. That's one thing you don't have when you... It's just right. you and your husband's back at work and you're home yeah, with the babies. Right. So you have to do everything. But once you have a little one who can yeah. throw away a diaper or mm-hmm. pick up something on I the floor... I think like to be able to help out. Yeah. And I was thinking maybe baby. in the absence of that extra tension they had before they mm-hmm. had a sibling in their life, even those little glimpses of, can you help mommy with this yes, and some praise, yeah. that would probably be really mm-hmm. an important part of their day. So that's yeah. something to remember. Yeah. That's a good point. Well, one of the things that they always talk about with your second baby is like your first baby, you do all, you read all the books, you do all the baby things you're supposed to do, like pureed foods or, you know. I did do that. Yeah. Don't right. too much. <laughs> I but, but I mean, there are things that, that you do. You've said this before, Amanda, where you're like, my next baby's not going to get this attention. Not going to get, get the, away with this. Right. Not, yeah. Um, not going to get away with this mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. I think, you know, they always have those little things on Facebook that say, like, your first kid eats pureed foods, your second kid eats food off the floor, and it's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's all true. I, I can see it coming, yeah. <laughs> but. Whatever you can mash with your fork really right. fast. Right, yeah. <laughs> and they can swallow. Yeah. And I think the same, well, a similar line of thought to what you're saying is with the pregnancy, mm-hmm. when it's your first, usually just because everything's new and you want to and you have the time, you can dwell on the fact that you're pregnant, you can take pictures, you can journal. Mm -hmm. You saw your recent creative night gallery. I was trying to finish my daughter's baby book, which I really should have done a long time ago because who knows if any of my other kids will have baby books. I wrote a few few more sections in it, maybe two sentences while we were Uh inhaling popcorn. (laughs) But, um, yeah, just... The pregnancy goes by so much faster. Yeah. You don't have the time to really sit and think about what's happening in your body very often. Mm-hmm. We were and reading through what to expect when you're expecting, like, every week, religiously. With Clarence. And with Clarence, yeah. yeah. And then with Anders, you're like, oh, we should do that again. It would be fun to read it with Clarence. You, no- you nostalgically yeah. say as you're going to bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We should do this. Mm-hmm. And I signed up for email. So I had the week oh, yeah. email that told yeah. fruit, the developmental milestones. Yeah. And it's funny because my husband will ask those questions. Like, he's wanting the information. Of uh, course, I want to know, too. Yeah. But I'm running around chasing after whatever Miriam's mm-hmm. doing. And so at the end of the day, he's like, so what size is baby this week? Let me get out my phone and look that up for you. Normally, <laughs> yeah. I would have said, yeah. she's an avocado or something. <laughs> yeah. It goes by, and it, it goes, goes by a lot faster. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to blink, and Thanksgiving will be here. And well, I feel, I mean, I blinked, and now you're 20 weeks. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I was just telling you around yeah. Easter, and now all of a sudden it's yeah. middle of summer, and wow. we're about to welcome your <laughs> Don't say about it. I still feel like... <laughs> I still, I know there's much more to come. You have time. Yeah. I mean, not that I wouldn't mind him coming early, but not too early. I have to right. at least get to next week and then he can come. But he's not going to come in five more weeks, guys. <laughs> five more weeks, not four. That's doable. Yeah. Makes a difference. One thing that I was, that Chad and I have both been thinking about since we found out we were having a son is just... The difference in like what your calling as a parent will be through the years um, 
emotionally and physically as you mm-hmm. raise a child who's um, by nature and by God's design different than the older other yeah. child you have. So Chad made this profound comment in the kitchen like a few days after we found out that we were having a boy. He came home from work. He's like, yeah, you know, a boy you're raising to be the head of a household and the spiritual leader of your mm-hmm. home. And it's, I mean, it's a, a different calling and responsibility than having a daughter. Um, but he's just like, you know, kind of, whoa, this yeah. is, this is really cool. But it's, it's, it's kind of like an awesome weight on my shoulders. Now like, I get to be the father of a son. Yeah. So for all those people who are like, why are you having boys? Like, we're like, yes, a, yeah. a son, this is awesome. And a daughter is as well. I guess we've just had more time to process what it means to mm-hmm. raise a girl. It's not right. thinking, okay, we, yeah. God's giving us an opportunity to raise a boy. And so those are things that you know, I didn't know if we'd be thinking about this time or any time. But so that's yeah. been something that we're kind of mulling over. Like, oh, it's yeah. kind of neat. Just the training them to think of how God made them differently. And so mm-hmm. that means as parents, we have to process that too as we're pouring into their lives. Yeah. And just the joy of looking forward to another baptism. And yeah. I always cry at every baptism that I see. Uh, I don't know why. It's just, I oh, guess it's that thing yeah. like weddings and baptisms. I don't even yeah. know the baby or the couple, but it's just an emotional moment yeah. for me. So I remember when I was in early labor with Miriam, I was trying to think like kind of everything went out the window as far as pictures I brought or things to help me go through labor. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to look at anything per se. My eyes closed mm-hmm. a lot, but I was trying to like picture her baptism day because that was really. Oh important, I guess, goal yeah. I was thinking about. Um, and then labor got intense enough, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> moving past that, just, like, get through the contraction. Oh, that's with, a really good thing to think with, about. With during labor. And other things that have nothing to do with baptism. But yes, and <laughs> for the early stages when I didn't quite know what a contraction felt like, because I was induced, and mm. when I sat down the bed, I'm like, I've never felt a contraction in my life. What's mm. going to happen to me? Yeah. And then things sped up quickly. But yeah, I that was special. I still remember thinking about that. And the fact that it was she was a December baby, so having that really cool connection mm-hmm. to Christmas and I knew that we were going to have a, a girl and not a boy, but thinking about um the nativity and mm-hmm. what Mary went through. Yeah, that yes, sort of thing. Someone said to me Benjamin was born in October. Mm-hmm. She said something to me about how I had a a better perspective on Christmas now. Like, mm-hmm. I had a better understanding or something, and I was like, oh, I never thought about, like... Yeah. Like, she had to do that in a stable, and I got <laughs> and to do I it had a labor suite. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's an interesting connection. Yeah, I, I have a former co-worker made that comment to me, too. Well, not about... Well, more of, a, I think, a connection to the meaningful meaningfulness of the Advent season because my last day at work was in November. So I think we were approaching the Advent season and we were just talking about what was coming up with um, childbirth coming soon, but having a newborn at Christmas. And I guess it was that she, her first child or one of her children had also been born in December. So she was just sharing that um, it had become a meaningful time, even in Mm -hmm. um, future years after that to reflect on when she was pregnant and gave birth during that time. And Mm -hmm. Uh, how that brought new meaning to the season. Yeah, and Advent is about waiting mm-hmm. and waiting for your babies, like the ultimate waiting. Yeah, test yeah. And, and waiting and yeah. display of that for a mother and a father. So I appreciate that she mentioned that to me because you can get caught up in 
finishing your to-do list mm-hmm. and the other aspect yeah. of pregnancy and is good because Advent teaches you to slow down and wait and be prayerful and you need that at the end of pregnancy too because mm-hmm. you can just want mm-hmm. it to be over if you're in right. pain or you've been having contractions a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it's a good reminder. Yeah. So what sort of preparations do you have in mind for you have to get boy clothes now. So. I know. I'm really excited about that. <laughs> That's really exciting. I think boy clothes are cute. I think there will be some versatile like things I can use from what Miriam mm-hmm. had, even if it's just solid yeah. onesies that I can look through her newborn things. But yeah, being able to go to do some secondhand shopping. Yes, that's fun. <laughs> and find some uh, cute little suits. Oh, your yeah. little men all look so handsome. And I see Benjamin <laughs> less on Sunday, but I'm like, yeah. look how cute. The little vest and the tiny hat. Yeah, some days we look amazing and some days it's like plaid shorts and a striped shirt and yeah still classy. but thankfully most boy clothes like go together somehow mm-hmm. they're not you can do too terribly un- unmatching mixing so. and matching with them <laughs> yeah. so yeah the, the boy clothes i'll need to get and then a couple things that with miriam i found out like we had an ergo baby mm-hmm. carrier which i really like the structured carrier yeah. but i didn't buy the newborn insert and oh. i don't know if this baby will be similar in size, yeah. but Miriam was on the smaller end also because she's born a little early, but that was one thing where I was like, if I have another baby, I'm going to definitely get the newborn insert. I think because... I have one. I might be able to get it. Oh, too. really? Yeah. There you go. Just, if I can find it, I'll give it to you. Just roll a towel up. Oh, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Did you have one of those too? I have a little baby, but I have okay. friends that use Very the, <laughs> yeah, and I used the wrap when he was really little. Little hacks, yeah. yeah. You just, I, like, make a towel in the shape of a U or something. Yeah. and yeah. kind of hack, because it's sort of, oh, like, yeah. a cone-shaped mm-hmm. and just kind of keep And then you're not adding another there. layer, because, like, the insert is, like, padded. Right. <laughs> so, but although you'll be in November, right? Yeah. So, that so you might want it to be warm. Warmer, yeah, than needing the yeah. insulation or the cool... Um, for summer, so so that's one thing I may not have to get now we've talked, but we'll yeah. see. It's still one thing that I thought, you I know, know I have one floating around here. So. Yeah. Um, it's probably nicer to have the insert because then you don't have to figure out how to right. use <laughs> a towel. Yeah. And then there were some things that we borrowed from family members who generously gave us things, but have since moved or we need to give mm-hmm. items back. Um, that I'll have to go through pictures or memory and think, okay, what was it we used with yeah. Miriam that we no longer right. have in storage? Yeah, it's so funny how you find some of those things. But you moved on to a different season, and so you kind of forget what you right. used and what worked. And, and yeah. then you're like, oh, oh yeah, that was spit ups and swaddle claws and right. all these things yeah. that newborns need that toddlers don't have a place for in their life. So yeah. I'll have to dig into the recesses of my mind. It wasn't that long ago, but it's interesting how when you have a growing child's You're in life the thick is of it. Yeah. slow and fast at the same time. You look back and they go through so many stages so fast. Yeah. And somehow that does make the newborn stage mm-hmm. for your first child seem like it was longer ago than it actually was, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't feel like, even though I've done this three times now, I still feel like, oh, okay, I need to get back into that mindset. Mm-hmm. Even though I've done it, it's, you know. It's are, there, a, are there things that you have bought even if it's just refreshing something in your collection um, each time around or is it like by the fourth child you really have everything well, that you need so there's nothing you need to buy new or used i mean i still have to go out and get a cute outfit yeah so yeah we're gonna go out and get some sort of outfit to bring him home in i think be fun. And have the boys help us pick that out but other than because i yeah i have lots and lots of baby clothes and 
Um, I'm borrowing a rock and play from Amanda. Then I'm excited to use it. I think that'll be good. Yeah, I don't remember. Is that just that's the, like the swing that's automated? No, it's or not. It's not a swing. swing. It's just a like a rocker thing. It's like a, like a cradle. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like, like slightly inclined. Is it intended yeah. to be like used for a bassinet? Yeah. It, sort of. Yeah, sort they're of. not supposed to sleep okay. in it, but. <laughs> Well, my child was not supposed to sleep in a car seat for right. Months, I said so. supposed to with air quotes. They can <laughs> yes, air quotes were used. I would have let him sleep in there if he slept without yeah. me holding him. So. Right. Yeah. It's not like they can just fly out of it. Yeah. Right. We stop I mean, using their straps and stuff. Up, and yeah. Yeah. But we also have a swing, so I just don't know if there's any room for a swing down here. The past babies we've used a uh, pack and play a lot, <laughs> so we probably will end up doing that when he's too big for the rock and play, but we'll do whatever works. Do you have a baby in your room? No. I am I'm a baby not in the room person. I don't think I'd ask you that. I knew that Benjamin was with you. Oh, yeah. 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 We actually... <laughs> Very much with you. The episode that comes out before this one, we'll okay. talk about that. So. Okay. Other than just the older child adjusting to being a sibling and mm-hmm. you. A parent never, oh, having, right, yeah. a parent never having dealt with... Um, Discipline on the level of um, sibling rivalry and oh, agreements yeah. because mm-hmm. you know you have discipline from just naughty, right. sinful behavior and ignoring parents, but then bringing a, another person in the family only into mention. Yeah, and that that child's used to being the center right. just because that's how life worked. Naturally. You know, yeah. oh Benjamin, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thing. You don't know how that kid is going to react to right. having a sibling. I have an idea. What's, what's your idea? <laughs> I don't think he's going to react very well. <laughs> what were your experiences in early days bringing a baby home when you had one and then two children? Did they did they want to hover around the activity of whatever the newborn was doing, or did they pretty much go off and do their own and ignore the baby once they were there? They pretty much ignored. the. Yeah, I haven't really had any kids who were, like, jealous of the newborn. Interesting, yeah. Um, that, yeah, I we haven't like had Lewis much. Might be. I, know that I, I think I, that Lewis might have a little bit of trouble with that. I've been but, told that I exhibited yeah. jealousy, so I don't know if that can be. And I wonder how much is the age. Or, not, or the yeah, age difference, yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, you know, had fits of jealous rage or something because right. I was a really aggressive child. My mom yeah. told me I verbalized a lot of jealousy. Like, oh. she said, um, you know, I, I poured water over his face in the bathtub on purpose. Uh, okay, so that yeah. was an actual act of rage. <laughs> I was, too, well, I was too, a little over two and a half when he was born. Or she walked in the yeah. room and I said, I think I'm going to kick somebody. <gasps> but I, I told her that instead of doing it, which I think is really That's funny hilarious. now. I'm sure it would made her really anxious. And well, you're a very so self-aware but, child. Yeah, wow. to, to be announcing that at like age three. Like, oh, I can almost see my daughter doing that. She seems to have a similar personality. Yes. He's teething, so that's why he's... Showing his arm off. Doing, but I, on Sunday, I told someone, I would rather give birth ten more times than have to have another teething child. <laughs> and she was like, that's saying something. And now, if I do go into labor naturally, which would be the hope, having a toddler at home, which is what I... When, my first time, I was worried that my husband wasn't going to be at home, because he's a nurse, works 12-hour shifts, yeah. and is very preoccupied with his ICU patients. And mm-hmm. so I, you know, had the... ICU supervisor on speed down my phone mm-hmm. thinking if I need to get a hold of him he doesn't respond to text during the day how am I going to tell yeah. him I need you to come home and support me well now I'm a little bit less worried about that but it's more like oh I have this 
baby or not baby she'll be she's a toddler yeah I have a toddler what am I going to do if I if I do labor at home which I've never experienced like yeah, do I have right. someone come over and distract her so she's not saying mommy mommy fill my sippy when I'm having right. an intense right. contraction or do I just power through because that's what yeah. people do I don't know I would probably find somebody <laughs> Call me. Okay. <laughs> I'll bring my four boys, and that'll make things less chaotic for you. Right. Well, at least distract me. <laughs> and that'll be what I need to somehow right. distract her, because yeah. you get most distressed when your own child is out of sorts. Right, so yeah. I'll know mm-hmm. that you'll... It's true. You'll have your, mm-hmm. your men there, but... It's time for our Lifesaver segment. In this segment, we'll share a couple things in our ordinary lives that have helped us through the day. This is one thing that really helps me get through the week is, well, first of all, coffee. Oh, yeah. Because I am one of those pregnant ladies who drinks a cup of coffee over a, like, six-hour period of time. So not just in the morning. No. Well, yeah, it's usually Aaron will make the coffee in the morning, and, and then he'll go off to work, and we will go outside, and I'll sit and drink my coffee on the porch, and it's usually cold by then. And the boys play in the dirt. So maybe dirt is my lifesaver. Oh, dirt. Because my boys have been so dirty lately. Um, That's a great one. Yeah, and they're just, they're so happy. Good for the and immune they system. Like, they like being dirty. Good for energy. But it's so nice in the morning because it's unbearable the rest of the day. But, but in the morning, it's nice and shady in the front. And they just enjoy getting their energy out. And it's that's been a lifesaver. It's just, it's a, such a nice way to start the day. And then I go inside and I feel like I'm ready to take on things usually. So after they dig in the dirt. Yeah. Yeah. So do, do they dig or what's their favorite thing to do in the dirt? Um, this morning they were looking for rocks. Oh, so they, there's think, a pile of rocks out there on the table. I think I saw um, one of them. Probably. They found a little pebble. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. many things you can do. Yeah. Sometimes we make them pick up sticks. Sometimes they are just like looking at the birds because we have birdie, bird feeder right there. And then, I don't know, they come up with things to do when they're bored. Yeah, I love hearing about Usually. their creativity now that you live more in the country. Yeah, yeah. they've been playing in the kiddie pool. That's been also very fun. I just teach them to not spray the hose towards me. Right. <laughs> I think my lifesaver would have to be coconut oil. Oh. Because... For one, it's on this amazing new popcorn that I found oh, in Aldi. Yeah. I told Pezzy I yes. wanted to attach a no. conveyor belt to the bag and <laughs> scoop it into my belt. <laughs> so good. It has coconut oil and I think a pink Himalayan salt. That's the oh, way it's mixed yeah. up in the bag. So very addictive. Delicious. I think I want to buy a whole crate of it for when I'm in labor. Do it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I hope my husband is listening to this and buy some. <laughs> And it's also very useful for roasting vegetables in the oven or sautéing. Yeah. It adds a great flair to whatever dish you're making. Yeah. I haven't it, done much it's, cooking with it's, it. Um, yeah, it just gives it something different than you tossing with olive oil, which we also yeah. love. That's our other yeah. favorite. But um, just kind of a, a yummy sweetness to your veggie or whatever you're making. And the third use is not edible. <laughs> But we slather our daughter's little bun with coconut oh, oil yeah. because it's a wonderful natural moisturizer. Mm-hmm. And we have been struggling a lot with eczema, even in her diaper right now. It's a oh. thing to get under control with a future doctor's appointment and continued research. But I always feel good about slathering her up with coconut oil because yeah. it makes my hands smell good. I know it has good like antibacterial properties, so right. it's good for her bum. And yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> 
coconut oil saves the day. That's great. And you can even, isn't that supposed to help with like stretch marks and stuff? Probably. Yeah, I've used a little bit of shea butter too for that, but coconut oil, yeah, they both smell Mm. good, good for you. There's a lot of things that you can do with coconut oil. Yeah, it's very versatile, so it's nice to have a jar in hand. I think I'm not a person because I always get in trouble for picking a person. <laughs> in trouble. Yeah, you give me the look. Like, uh, so you have um, a great network of people. Yeah, I do. I have like three people Same. right now. Yeah. So uh, can I just do a blanket people statement? No, that's lame. I want to hear what this okay, is. Okay, I'm curious. Who are listening? A blanket. A blanket. You know, like you are. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You people. Who might be lifesavers. Know who you are. Anyways, um, I think mine would probably be water. Because, not to drink, though I should drink more of it. But Benjamin loves playing in the water. And one of my friends and I found this great... This great place to take our babies. And they they have a splash pad and a little top time. And he loves splashing in in the water. So I think... Yeah. He said it didn't work this weekend when he was sick with cheating stuff. So. But even if you just, like, give him a glass of water, he likes to make noises into it. It's and, true. Yeah. Water and dirt. I love yeah. the combination that you have going on. You tell you have boys. I'm excited to join the boy club. I guess yes. I already have, but to <laughs> see what my son's personality yeah. is. Alright, I think that's our show. Thank you everyone for listening and thank you for coming and talking with us thanks for having me it was fun if you enjoy our show please like us on facebook and if you don't also like us on facebook because that makes a lot of sense (laughs) (laughs) and give us a good review on whatever reviewing channel you choose and give us a good review and share it with your friends. Mostly that's what I want you to do. If you know somebody who's having their second child, send them this podcast and ask them what they think. Bye. Amity. Bye. Bye. Done. <laughs> Did you just say done? I just said done. Done. Yeah, and he looked really happy when he said it too.